The following audio program contains mature content, including offensive language. Listener discretion is advised. Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. You're talking to the guy that remembers everything. Remember that Tommy Yeah, I don't feel okay with that. I really don't. is a loser. Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children. You know, I'm not even saying anything anymore. No, I'm serious. Why? Or maybe it's just the I'm hogged up on caffeine. And- because y'all get on to me for even saying anything. Oh. I'm done. No, I'm I- done. I'm done. You're supposed to fight back. Look, look. (laughs) I feel like you have a boner right now. I don't. The land of Fujiwa is a shitocracy. First and foremost, I am not fucking Robo-Tuner. <laughs> Robo-fuck you. Man would be so tender. Oh Number God. one. That's the play for a stripper, to just go, oh yeah, I listen to all of them all the time. Just- <laughs> Why did the stripper turn to Matt so Thomas? the stripper from? Thomas, sure. is that you, man? I thought it was genius, Robo-Tuner. You did a fantastic job. It Please. is. I thought that I just wanted some money so I could buy some pop screen filters. <laughs> you dress up well, Thomas, man. I didn't know you were into this. You little LARPer, you. Someone shoot me. I have to live with him. All these podcasts in my feed, but something's wrong. Not a single one I follow. They sing their own theme song. Now I have my own, and I really must say, please offer us advertisement so we can do this for pay. Do this for pay. Back in 2015, just a desktop and two mics We found it hard in social media to get any likes Then we got new equipment and the world was much more fun Three years had gone by, now our studio is done Robotuner, master of debacle, sitting at the helm Sushi keeping Matt in check, true ruler of this realm Thundercase shocking both their asses into gear Alex the intern, why am I even here? We're glad that you have joined for this occurrence of our show can't think of lyrics for this part, so here we go. The song is almost over, starting at last. Broadcasting from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwatch, Robotuner's Insignificant Podcast. <laughs> Occurrence 150 for Sunday. September 26th, 2021, in the year of the animal in Spain that is trans- uh, tormented and kill- killed for sport. Yep. Toro. Why are you looking at me like that? Hmm? Is that the same species? Well, to say it's bovine species, yes. Okay. I got a stretch this year. There's not that much I can say about the ox, specifically. Greetings, RoboTuner, coming at you. There's my name. <laughs> From the dungeon at Castle Fujiwa. Back again with that low-budget podcast style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again, across the table from me, is my existing romantic life partner, Sushi. I'm here. Still blonde. Yeah, but not for long. <laughs> not for long. I, I, I said, I said, fuck it. I give up. I'm going to go do my hair next weekend by myself. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go to Sally's. I'm going to pick out the colors I want in my hair. And I am going to get my hair dyed my way. Your way. I'm going to watch some tutorials because I did go to hair school. Yes, this is true. It is something I can do. And um, I'm going to get this shit fixed. All right. Are you also going (laughs) to... Match the carpet with the drapes? Oh, 
You're out of control. <laughs> how about how about <laughs> this carpet? You know drapes. what? I know exactly what to do with that comment. Gone. What? You don't want to hear it? That well, that's where the carpet would go if it was removed. <laughs> Not even a little uh, bit. Robot tuner, just <laughs> hold on. This uh. this drapes will be whatever color, and then I'll color your carpet. Okay. Okay. I'll let you do that. That one also gone. You don't like that one either. Rewind, delete. If this goes on, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Whatever. All right. And then also, the person that just played the sound effects just a couple seconds ago, the rusted transistor you brought back to life, Thunder K. Bring us under. I just want to point out, it's been several, several episodes since I missed the mark on the bovine thing. On the ox. What oh, you mean the sound effect? Yeah. I didn't think you ever missed it. Oh, no. I, oh, I used to always miss it. Like every other show, I would miss it. I thought it was on purpose. I thought it was... Well, on the remote ones, that's the one sound effect that I would play in your absence that I would forget to bring up my own on my end. I thought you were being a genius over there. So you just, you're saying you just fucked it up and it sounded genius? You're, okay. You're not smart enough to realize whether oh, I'm a genius or a you're a little bitch right now. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then finally... Sitting next to him, we have Alex the Intern. I have a little uh, <laughs> I have a little quiz for all of you. I'm really quiet. Um, I have a little quiz for all of you. I'll give you some more. Um, okay, so this this little uh, this little thing I'm looking at says seventy nine percent of the follow seventy nine percent of people don't know the opposites for the words of the following, and I want to see if y'all can get them. So number one is always, never, right. Okay, so number two is coming. Going. Going. All right. Or leaving. Number three is from. Two. 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 Okay. Number four is take. Give. Give. Okay. Okay. This Num- is a joke. Number it five is. is me. You. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, and so number six is down. Up. Up. Okay, now say all those words together. Uh, never I don't remember them. Never going to give you up. Oh, never gonna let you, you down. down. He just rickrolled us. Uh. That is so old <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. I thought I thought you were gonna. I thought it was gonna lead into some kind of innuendo or something where I mean, we'd be insulting each other. It's nice to know or that ourselves. The rickroll rick is just gonna keep going. It's from never gonna give up. To decade. To it's decade. never gonna let you down. <laughs> <laughs> and Rick Rick Hasley is so over it. In fact, he was over it within a year that they it started to become a trend. You yeah. know what? I think that he shouldn't be. Like, he gets... Ugh. Why that song, though? I mean, it's, well, so, what it's was, so weird that they picked that song. Well, well, the only other hit, like, huge hit that he had, at, at least in the U.S., was, what, Together Forever? Together Forever! Why him? Why Rick Ass? Why? I think it was just a thing Because the world hates Michael McDonald? It just kind of... What? Or at least I do. <laughs> why? Why not Michael Bolton? Oh God, he would have a heyday with it because he loves laughing at himself. Oh, eventually <laughs> I mean, he, it he, probably will be a thing yeah. someday. Well, <laughs> they both have similar voices, though. I mean, sort of. Yeah, but Michael, I think Michael B- Bolton is a better sport about the people making fun yeah. of him, and obviously he's he did that's, the. That's kind of the point, though, right? I mean, they well, they, yeah. they did make fun of him for a long time, and. Mm-hmm. Pick one of his songs and put it up there. Yeah, I mean, drive people crazy. The Lonely Island. He he was featured on the chorus. This is a tale of Captain Jack Sparrow, <laughs> and uh, not not to mention 
college humor a couple of years ago reenacted that scene from the beginning of Office Space where Anita, the uh, se- secretary, is handing out uh, paychecks to everybody. She's like, Michael Bolton? And he's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and then uh, Samir asked him, he said, why don't you just go by Mike if you hate your name? He's like, why should I change? I'm, he's the one that sucks. <laughs> and it was actually Michael Bolton playing <laughs> playing him. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and they I got to look that up. Yeah, that's college humor. Yeah, college humor. It's on YouTube. Okay, so <laughs> it's fucking gold. I mean, I totally lost the train of thought. What I was going to say. Rick Hasley. Rick Hasley, or Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. I think it was. Oh, I know what I was going to say now. What's that? So these people that we're making fun of. Oh, yeah. They have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people. Who go to see these fuckers in concert. Oh, yeah. And they make a shit ton of money off those people. Yeah. So we can make fun of them all day long, but they're like, we're, ma- we're banking, bitches. Well, it's like that. <laughs> you know? uh, it's like, additional publicity for them. It's like that, that old, that old, old adage. <laughs> You're allowed. The, the relatively new adage, uh, haters make you famous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. So it was probably a hater who was hating on Rick Astley that did that. And then all of a sudden it took, you know, flight became something that was forever and ever in the memes. You know what I don't get? What's that? Is that we were all on topic, and then this fucker over here gets us off topic, and then he's, now he's playing on his phone and doesn't even <laughs> contribute to the conversation. I oh, know. because I, I lost track of what y'all were talking like, about. Yeah, he's a Gen Zer. He doesn't really know My about these people we're talking about. Did you say Gen Zero? Yes. No, Z-er. No, Gen Zero. Because he's too young That's to be a millennial, right? Don't Hey! <gasps> Why on my shirt, you little shit? Her monkey I did, shirt. I didn't know there was stuff in it. Well, what did you expect is going to happen? Reindeer is going to... I drank all of it. This Obviously is, not, but I drank... This is my new t-shirt. So basically, you just poured yeah. spittle all over her. Yeah, point your camera down so yeah. the fans can see your, uh, yeah, t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of show are we doing yeah. now? <laughs> not only fans. <laughs> oh, notice how she there pulls it, it out so it doesn't accentuate her breasts. There we go. <laughs> Don't you ever there say that is. word about my sister again. Oh, come on. What? We've been together for 10 years. <laughs> Me or you? No. <laughs> she and I have been together for 10 years. Oh, that's y'all's 10-year anniversary, RoboTuner and Thunder is. K. Is so, that yes. why you went to the monkey show? No. This was oh. it, Officially, this was not an anniversary gift. No. Now, yes, as Sushi just pointed out, we went and saw the monkeys on their farewell tour on Friday. Specifically... The Monkees presents the Mike and Mickey show because Mike Nesmith and Mickey Dolins are the only two surviving members of the four now. Uh, Davy Jones died in 2012 of a heart attack, and Peter Tort died, I think, in 2019 of a 10-year battle of tongue cancer. Yeah, Some was... kind of rare form, rare form of tongue cancer. Yeah. And I don't think he was a heavy. I didn't think he was a heavy smoker or anything like that. At least well, if he was. Well, you can get throat cancer from. It, yeah, or secondhand smoke, or if it's hereditary. Uh, no, you can Andy also Kaufman. get it. You can get it from um, HPV. Yeah, and, well, Andy Coffin, he never smoked a cigarette in his life. He ended up dying of lung cancer. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, so the, we originally bought tickets to this show in twenty November twenty nineteen. The original date was supposed to be in, I believe, May or June of twenty twenty. And then it got rescheduled to April of 2021. Then after that, it was rescheduled for a second time. 
which was September 24th, and it finally did actually did happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I believe this is the yeah this is the first big concert that we've been to since the pandemic began. Actually, are you playing a song? Because I can't really hear it. Yeah, me either. It's background music. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Are you playing the monkeys? No, he's playing Led Zeppelin. It's Led Zeppelin. <laughs> it's easy top. Oh, I hear. I hear it. Yeah, very, I do. It's, I can barely hear it. You're supposed to be able to talk over it. Oh, okay. <laughs> now this I is the be... part where we talk over it. Yes. <laughs> well, he, he, can't, he can't concentrate over there. Yeah, so... We got to monkeys. See, you I told know you, you found. Oh so you God. better get ready. We may be coming to your town. Okay, we'll stop. Okay, it then. we can't handle it. <laughs> he can't. I can because I get triggered too easily. I'm a musician, man. It's uh, once I once it uh, once my ear recognizes it, it's hard to concentrate on other things. Anyway, so yes, we we got there on. Friday night, about an hour before the show. And this also leads way into another interesting thing that has become quite the norm on larger... Con- actually, not even larger concerts, but just... They could be small concerts or mid size or even big ones like this one we went to. Uh, was the status of your... COVID-19 vaccines and yeah. or a negative test. It didn't say anything on the website that they were going to require it. Either on the venue or on the Monkees website. And I was yeah, like... For their tour. I was like, thank goodness I got my card with me. Because yeah. otherwise they would have just taken our temperature, which would have taken us that much longer to get in. Uh, I didn't think they actually had people that were administering tests. Yeah, they were up there taking your temperature. Yeah. That's what she said. Oh, okay. I, I didn't hear her say that. She just asked if I had my vaccine card, and I, I showed her my the picture of it on my phone. I listened to the other people while you were trying to shuffle around and find your shot card. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying, yeah, because this guy, when she said, do you have your vaccination card? And I was like, oh, yeah, this guy saw us do that. He's like, I have to have my vaccination card. And this guy goes... Well, you don't have to have it, but if you don't have your vaccination card, then you have to go over there and wait in line to get your temperature taken. And then if you don't have a fever, you're let in. Okay. I can understand it, though, because let's face it, I mean, monkeys are 70 years old. You don't oh, want, yeah. You don't want them, and probably their fan base is up there, too. Yeah. So once, yeah, what? speaking of their fan base, that leads that leads into the next thing that I noticed when I was there. Uh First of all, the attendance was pretty good. I would say uh, at least 5,000 people were there. Weren't you, Sushi? Yeah, I think the whole place was filled. It wasn't sold out, mind you. I mean, not too many people were sitting in the nosebleed seats. Yeah. Which are the, there are really just three main sections. There's the front section, the middle section, and then I the top section. I don't think the no- was the nose... Okay, I guess. How many younger folk were there? Quite a few, actually. Yeah, we saw, yeah, we saw a lot of people our age, and some that were even in their twenties and thirties. Yeah, I have a friend that's a drummer that I met. <laughs> this is funny. I met him on, um, oh my god, what was that? MySpace. Old, yeah, MySpace. And the reason I met him was because he had asked me to, because I had done some crazy shit to my page on MySpace, and he was like, "Hey, can you do my page?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll do your page." And so we've been friends ever since. Yeah, right. Um, 
and I've gone to see him play with uh, his. He he does Beatles Beatle tribute bands. Yeah. He plays the drums for them. And I'd gone to see him play with the bands in the past, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And um, so we're in this group on uh, Facebook. It's a monkeys Facebook group called Zilch, and um, they they're actually a podcast. So it's a monkey Zilch podcast. And anyway, long story short, he went to the same concert. I didn't see him there. He said he was wearing a green hat. I saw a couple of people wearing a green hat, but it was it was pretty cool we talked about it a little bit on facebook yeah and yeah that's what i was going to say i thought that i thought it was a good mix of ages all around there as far as far as the crowd crowd in attendance and the first thing that i did whenever i got there is that i got in the merchandise line which was already pretty fucking long to begin with yeah actually between i I want to say I stood in line for about 40 minutes total while you were off in the concession line because you hadn't eaten anything at that point. Well, I, you were 20 minutes in the line because I had waited in the line for the concession stand. And then yeah. I waited in line with you for another 20 minutes to get to the table. Yeah, to the merch table. Yeah. And once we got up to the... Once we got up to the merch table, we got some cool shit, including the shirt that you're wearing, Sushi. Yeah, and this jacket... Oh, you got the jack? Oh, the hoodie? Yeah. 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 Now, also a couple other t-shirts, a program, which I also have, which I actually haven't looked at yet. Yeah, Monkey's 1966, the Monkey Mobile, which we also have a model in the box unopened of that as well. It's not original from the 60s. It's a recreation. Yeah. Mind you. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And the koozie and the keychain. Yeah. yeah. Those are my purse. I haven't gotten them out yet. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time that we finished... Buying the merchandise and got into our seats, we actually had timed it fairly well because they started like not even five or ten minutes afterwards. Yeah, it actually worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, and it was at the, well, what's now known as the Texas Trust Credit Union Theater at Grand Prairie. Previously known as Verizon, uh, Verizon Theater, previously known as Nokia Live, and previously known as the Amphitheater at uh, Lone Star Park. So. Those are all the names. All I'm the, like, just yeah. fix a name to it. Like, make it named after somebody in Texas and leave it alone. Yeah, well, they they keep changing ownership. That's why. Same thing with uh, Starplex, because it started off as Coca-Cola Starplex and Smirnoff Music Center, Superpages.com Center, Gexa Energy Pavilion, and now uh, Dos Equis Pavilion. I believe when it was Coca-Cola Starplex is when I went to go see the monkeys the first two times. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got some good news for you, though. What? About I what? thought about this after we hung up last night. I know you're really upset that the monkeys. This will be their last tour. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then I thought about it. It just hit me. Like in 1987, they came out with a new TV show, The New Monkeys. Now you can follow them around until they're 70. Oh no, I, I, I looked those suckers up. <laughs> yeah, we actually uh, sushi actually went down a YouTube rabbit hole and we actually watched one of their uploaded. I think it was the pilot episode. Of the new monkeys, which I remember seeing commercials you mean for. Larry, Dino, Jared, and Marty. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how dirty that show was? I haven't seen it well, since 1987, so no, I don't. I wasn't even allowed to watch it when I was a kid because my mom knew about it, but I guess that for the time it was too risque. And I told you all guys how a shelter I was as a child until I was about 12 when it came to anything on TV or movies or music. So I was like listening to the songs that they were singing and I was watching the show and I was like, I don't remember it being like this. I thought it was just corny and, and 
and crappy, and I just wasn't into it. Yeah, and it was, and I thought it was marketed towards kids, but no, it's more of a te- like late or older teenager show. Yeah, angsty teens. Yeah. yeah, and all the dudes were in their twenties at the time, and and from what I could tell, they all played their own instruments, which I thought was cool. I remember when it. Came I don't think out, they wrote their own songs either, the though. Utter outrage in our house between sushi and and our other sister. Just utter. We were so outrage. mad. Yeah, don't so speak. Utter outrage. Don't speak the name of Voldemort. The new monkeys. Well, one of the Voldemorts in your life, that is. Oh, nah. <laughs> she doesn't listen anyway. No. She might. You never know. <laughs> she might secretly do it. She yeah. does it to find ways to torture us when we're Later, not on show. Later, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see her try. <laughs> yeah, at any rate, we, we didn't even make it through a whole episode of the new, the, the pilot episode of the new monkeys because it was just too too corny. Yeah. I mean, I could see what, how it had its charm. Are you what saying it, what, what it was going like? Kind of what it was trying to do, and yeah, and it's the music's extremely dated, like '80s pop metal. Well, it came out in glam metal, so. yeah, which that was the rage, all okay. the rage, all then. I think I remember what I said to you when we, when we watched it. I was like, at least with the monkeys original episodes. There was always a reason they were doing the things they were doing. Yes. Like, they had a party they were going to. Davey, Davey fell in love with a girl. Um, they had a gig. Or um, they were they, trying to They were to living get, in squalor trying to work their way up. Yes. They were trying to get their, their tape out or record, record or whatever yeah. they had. You know, there was always a reason behind the things they were doing on the show. Yeah, it was a true sitcom, yeah. You, I, I have the perfect analogy for the new monkeys. All right. uh-huh. What's that? It's like the monkeys crossed with Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> I, I agree. Did, I agree. I could kind of see that. Yeah, I said, but I think I said the same thing. Yeah. I did. I think I said the same thing that day. I was like, I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know what's going on well, in this episode. Well, if you episode. think about it, 1987, that was right smack dab in the middle of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. When it was famous. And then you had this and... You know, they knew kids were into that kind of stuff because Pee Wee's Playhouse actually had a pretty big following. Still has a cult following, believe it or not. Yeah, it does. Pee Wee's Playhouse was like an alternate universe of Mr. Rogers. Yes. (laughs) I think it was an alternate universe of Max Headroom and Mr. Rogers. Right. Without the stuttering. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. And without the computer or any real technology except for, you know, magic screen. It was just the weird voice. Or the robot that was made out of a jukebox. Not jukebox, but a boombox, yeah. I just know that it wasn't the monkeys, and so I was not going to watch that show. Yeah, it didn't even last a season. I remember they canceled it. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. But. What they were going for was the how they originally created the monkeys. You know, they they made the band, and then they put the people in it. Yeah. And this is the same kind of thing, and you just, it, I don't think that's just not possible anymore. Yeah. I think it's like, I think it's like, um. The Wizard of Oz now. Everybody's seeing the, the wizard behind the curtain, so you can't really see the big head anymore. All you know is how everything works. Yeah, you're waiting for the big head to go away so you can see what's behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, I I think I do think that actually does happen in some some capacity now, now Thunder K, uh, especially when it comes to people that win on shows like American Idol, because I've known several people, several, yeah, several singers that don't necessarily get the... the, the American Idol position, but they get they're the runner ups. Well, and they've got like Daughtry. Yeah, like Daughtry. There's another band called Plush where I think she was a runner up for or second runner up for one of the seasons, 
anyway, but she she scored a record deal and a band was put together for her. Yeah, yeah, but that's different. Like, it's not like they said, Davy Jones, you are the monkeys, and we got to build a team around you. Yeah. It was, we're just going to build a band. Yeah, they just cast. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got the name of the band. We got the instruments on, on credit hold. We're ready for the people. Now mm-hmm. let's audition for the band members. And that's what they did. Yeah, I know that is. And they got yeah. two, you know, two people who were Devout songwriters, inclined, yes. And then two people who were performers. And I think that's what made the band so uh, appealing. Yeah, is Mickey had this, ha- still has a presence. Um, no matter what he does on stage, he 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 creates a presence, and you oh, can yeah. see it. He, like, yeah, he his stage presence is still excellent despite yeah. his despite his age. Yeah, being seventy four. Well, Davy yeah. Jones also had a pretty decent. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Davy oh, and whoops. Mickey together it was like an amazing. Yeah, amazing I always show. kind of felt like Peter Tork and Mike Nesmith always were like background noise for a while there, and Mike Nesmith would stick his head out every now and again and sing a song, but it was never. It was always kind of country. Compared to the songs that Mike Nesmith and, and uh, Davy Jones sang. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say uh, country. You I want to say Dolan's? folksy. Yeah. I'll folksy. say folksy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that really is Mike Nesmith's style. Yeah. He was actually... Not that it's bad. I'm not dissing it. I'm just yeah. saying, like, if you if you know the, the major... Other than Last Train to Clarksville, the major songs... No, Mickey Dolan's did Last Train to Clarksville. He sung he it, yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. The songs that Mike Nesmith sang just don't really show up at the top of the charts. like. No, but I think they're the better songs. And I, I think I love Mike Nesmith's voice. I, I'm, again, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, yeah. like, in the days of the Monkees, the, the real breadwinners for the band, I think, were the faces, which is yeah. Mike, yeah. Mickey, Mickey and Dolan's and, and Davy Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah. And Peter Tork, I think he sang, what, one song on the head album? Um, he did Anti Griselda, I know that. He, and he wrote oh, for yeah, Pete's sake. Yeah. He also um, did that little thing, Peter Percival Patterson's pet pig named Porky. Yeah. And then he, he had She. He sang She. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't that on the I head I thought that album? was. I don't know if that was on the head I album. I thought that was Mickey that sang that song. Hmm, okay. Hold on, maybe he didn't sing She. Hold on. I'll have to look back. He probably could. He probably wrote it though. You can just hear him singing on it. I get a lot. I guess oh, he was always background vocals or one way or yeah, point. yeah. And he was a talented musician. I again, I'm not trying to diss him. Well, he I'm had just... his own band after he left the Monkees. Yeah. And I follow his page still, even though he's gone. Yeah, it's probably just tributes to his memory or his uh, various projects that he did over the years. Yeah. My favorite uh, monkey. My favorite monkey was always Mike Nesmith for so, several reasons. Number one, they said on stage that uh, he recorded that album. Yeah, he, I, I know he's still alive. Whenever that album was recorded, yeah. I just didn't know if he he actually had a hand in playing on it or not. Yeah, yeah. But those, well, they were culturally important. You know, they were the answer, the American answer to the Beatles. To the Beatles, yeah. And that's the exact reason why the producers uh, marketed it the way they did, and that's how it, why NBC picked it up. Yeah. The original station to broadcast on. They may not have been as popular as the Beatles, but they were... Do I have to do this all over again? He sang lead hmm. on that one, too. That's I love that song. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that song. You guys remember that Mickey Dolan's had a cameo in a Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween? He was a gun gun uh, shop owner. He's like, so what are you yeah. hunting? Yeah. <laughs> did he thought, do some voice acting for Scooby Doo? He did. 
Nicky um, Dolan's did? Yeah. yeah, he did. Oh, uh, let me see who. He, I think he did, didn't he play Scrappy? Hold on, let me see. I could hear him doing Scrappy's voice. Da 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 da. Puppy power. I don't think it was Scrappy. I think he was in some of the older ones though, but I don't remember who he played. Oh. I know his name popped up several times, and I was like, "Look, it's Mickey Dolan." Yeah. Well, I know that I there were several several celebrity cameos on the Scooby Doo series in the seventies. Oh, I don't think they were a celebrity cameo. No, these that weren't celebrity cool, cameo. Okay. Um, he did sushi and her, and our sister would have lost their shit. Yeah. What are you looking up, baby? I'm looking it up right now. Um, he played Aladdin. In a, I guess in the cartoon on TV. Oh, um, I didn't know they see. had an animated series based on Aladdin. Let's they did. Out the woods. It was okay. Hmm. Uh, uh, Lord, I can't find them. Oh, he did a lot of work. He did a lot of um, acting. Every step of the, he did the music video. I remember that song. Um, I don't see him. I don't know. Oh yeah, the Scooby Doo. Here we go. Uh, the diabolical disc demon. He vo- he'd had a voice acting role, but it doesn't tell me what he's played. Hmm. The diabolical disc demon. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of funny. <laughs> I thought he played. Oh man, Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. <laughs> he played thirty eight episodes of that. <laughs> he it says additional voices. Um, yeah, he was the director of the Aladdin TV movie in nineteen ninety. Oh, okay. So it was pre-Disney movie. Okay. Oh, he was 13 episodes of The Tick. Really? He oh. was Captain Lemming and Arthur and Arthur Clone. That's cool. Boy Meets World, he was a director. Wait, he was the voice of, of Arthur? Yeah. Oh, shit. I never picked up on that. Not the face. Not the face. That was his catchphrase. Yeah. From um, the cartoon show. I love that show. I actually liked the Amazon uh Series two, where it got canceled after the second season, makes me sad. He was a bag boy. Uh, I don't know. He was on the TV show Bag Boy. I've never heard of that. I haven't but either. Was, he had a role that was uncredited. I'm like, why wouldn't it be? I would definitely difficult people, Fuzz Buddies. He was on that as Mickey Dolan's. Um, no, he started out in Circus Boy. Did you mention that already? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was actually on a, a TV show called Circus Boy. And he played the main character, um, and wh- whose name was Corky. Hmm. He yeah. was uh, he was in Scooby Doo. Uh, I don't know who he played. Yeah. He played several voices, um, but he played in the Scooby Doo Dino Mutt series, seventy seven through seventy eight. Yeah. I don't know what he voiced. He was probably Old Man Withers. Who knows? <laughs> Old Man Withers, not to be confused with Bill Withers. West, rest in peace, Captain. So, anyways, yeah. He did a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. Now... Hey, he was in Batman the Animated Series. Was he? As what? Uh, I don't know. Min Max? Maybe he was a minor villain. He was in Two-Face Part 2. Part 3, sorry. Part 2. Part 2. I was going to say Part 2. That's all I say. Yeah. Hmm. All right, anyway. Yeah, so on to the actual show, the performance itself. And I think your and my expectations, Sushi, Shelly, were about the same. Mm-hmm. That we really didn't have high ones because we know that, I mean, this is their farewell tour. They're never going to tour again. It's the monkeys after this. 
And we both know that Mike Nesmith hasn't been in the greatest of health over the last couple of years. Uh, for one, he actually walked out on stage with a cane, and he had to sit down. He had to alternate between sitting down and standing up for much of their much of the show, despite them having a twenty minute intermission in between their sets. Um, also, this is the fir- probably the only tour in the recent in the probably the last ten years or so as the Monkees, maybe longer, where. Neither one of them played any instruments. They just sung. Mike, yeah, Mike Nesmith didn't even play guitar, which he always played guitar. Well, Mickey had yeah. a tambourine. Yeah, he played his tambourine, but and he played the drum. Oh on... yeah, the timpani on uh, what Randy Scuskit? Scuskit. Yeah. Wasn't that Dan? Uh... <sighs> Sorry, I just had a brain fart. What did he do? He did something on Mary Mary, didn't he? No, no, he just sung oh, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but aside aside from that, I mean, Mickey Dolenz does play some guitar as Davey well on Jones the later was the stuff. One who used to play the tambourine. Yeah, yeah. which Davy Jones also did eventually play guitar as well. I have seen footage of that and, um, in their earlier tours. I wonder if he learned when he went solo. I don't know because he did do a solo album. Yeah, he did. They all did. They've all done solo albums. They've done. It, it's kind of cool and, and weird at the same time where they've done solo albums, but they've also come back and recorded with three of them with two of them with um yeah, the 80s all were four weird too. because davy jones peter twerk and um mickey dolan's got together and made that one album are you talking about pull it yep yeah. was it was that, was that the one where they were in the pool yeah the the, yeah that was their album from 87 whenever they were making their comeback Again, why aren't they not making these albums with monkey names like uh missing link that was brilliant pull it what does that have to do with monkeys i don't well, know because they, maybe it's an expression used yeah. in the industry I think it was no. I don't think that's what it was. I think it I was said just maybe. The, I didn't say it was. I think it was just the attitude behind it, like they were on vacation. You know, kind of gave you a vacation vibe listening to it. Well, it was a pretty decent album. I just kind of wish Mike Nesmith was a part of it, but he was off. You know, being well, know, like producing and writing, his, helping his mom with her company. Oh yeah, is that the whiteout company? Yeah. Well, well, liquid paper. Yeah, liquid that's paper. that's. Yeah, that, uh, and in fact, uh, Mike Nesmith actually denounced any kind of inheritance or like the majority stock of that company because he wanted to make his he wanted to make make it on his own without being you know affluent from being in a you know basically being a trust fund baby from his mother's success. So. Didn't he have something to do with MTV? He did. He was a. Uh, he was the one that uh, had the first video, something like that. What the Buggles? Video Kid, the reality star? No, no. He was in. Tr- uh, he either directed. I saw or a was, documentary that said he, something about he, Mike Nesmith and vi- MTV. like he put it out there. Hold on, I'll I'll find it. I read it the other okay. day and I've totally forgotten. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but what I was getting, what I was getting at about the at the actual performance, yeah, it's very evident that Mike Nesmith is the. We have our own theory that this farewell tour was really more of a farewell to to Mike going performing live in any capacity, yeah, because it's it's evident that it was just he was just trying his damnedest just to get out on stage. I mean, and he sung well, don't get me wrong, um, but you could tell that it was very tax. the entire thing was very taxing to him, uh, or taxing for him. 
Now, there were some songs that he unintentionally messed up on, and the, but the band covered up for him pretty well. Um, Mickey Dolenz, on the other hand, despite him being 74, man, he's got just as much energy on stage as uh, I think they did in the heydays. I mean, mind you, he wasn't doing that funky James Brown dance like he in going down like he did in the It's Music video. But, man, he's done... He's... He's done something right in his life. I don't know if it's clean living, like exercise const- constantly or what, but I, he, didn't, he, he didn't miss a beat. And that, I was really impressed by that. Otherwise, their band, their band was really good. It, they had a nine-piece band. Uh, they had four guitarists. One of them was Christian Nesmith, Mike's son, who also was in the music industry. He's a producer. They had, yeah, so four guitarists, including him, uh, a bassist, a keyboardist who is actually the also the music director for their tour. They also had, uh, a, of course, a drummer and two background singers. One of which is Coco Dolans, who is one of Mickey's younger sisters. Interesting fact about her too: she was also playing one of Davy Jones's old maracas that he used to bring on tour with them. Okay, so going back to to Mike Nesmith. Mm-hmm. He created a television program called Pop Clips for Nickelodeon Cable Network in 1980. Oh, Pop Clips was sold to Time Warner and Amex Consortium, and then Time Warner Amex developed Pop Clips into MTV Network. Oh, so he is responsible. Mike Nesmith is responsible for the creation of MTV. Yes, and I remember Nickelodeon also had Nick Rocks whenever mm-hmm. we were kids. And I used to that used to be the only way I could watch any music videos, but they're only, you know, obviously kid-friendly used music videos cuz this is Nickelodeon. Also, Nesmith won the first Grammy award given for long-form music video in 1982 for his hour-long Elephant Parts. And he actually was had a TV series called Elephant Parts. Which we hmm. tried to watch, or I tried to watch. Yeah. And I just didn't find it very funny, and I was very sad about it. Uh, well, not everything can be ahead. So. But um, just FYI, the television parts included many artists who were unknown at the time, but went on to become major stars. So uh, some of them were Jay Leno, huh. Jerry Seinfeld, Gary Shandling, Whoopi Goldberg, Arsen- and Arsenio Whoopi. Paul. And, and they all became well-known artists after their appearance on his show. That's pretty awesome. I never knew about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he also... You're going to laugh. Nesmith what? assembled writers Jack Handy and William Martin, John Levenstein, and Michael Kaplan, along with directors William Deere, who directed Elephant Parts. You know who Jack Handy is. Oh, Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy? Yes. I just thought that was a name that was made up by Lorne Michaels or some or the no. SNL writers at the time. No. I didn't know he actually wrote those. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Michael Nesmith has done a lot in his career. I mean, yeah. a whole lot. Um, you wouldn't know it by looking at him. He looks very humble. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's not humble. flashy. No, he never really was. Mm-mm. And, and he's okay. got a really, really, you can tell he's, he's got a kind side to him. He's very poetic. And I just, you know, and I want to, I want to intervene in what you said about expectations because my expectation was to see the two dudes that I admire a lot and watch them perform 
and get the feels from the music. That's what my expectation was. Yeah. And I got exactly that. I did. I didn't have low expectations going in there. I My expectations were, I'm going to get to see my favorite people perform, and I don't care how they perform. That that was my expectation. Yeah. I don't think I had low expectations. Yeah, and I know <laughs> you teared it up a couple times, too. Oh, yeah. There I was bawled, this one I song. I my eyes out. Yeah, there was a one song that Mike Nesmith's song called... Uh, I don't know, but he said that he usually starts crying in the middle of it. Yeah. I think I recorded part of that. Yeah. Oh, my phone's dead, of course. Yeah, and then they took a 20-minute intermission. They came back and played a played another set. They even had a, a very thinly veiled encore because they they said thank they said Mickey Dolan said thank you very much and like not even two seconds later he's like you guys want to hear more <laughs> so. yeah it was like they weren't going to leave the stage it's too much effort like it really was there's yeah. a lot of people on stage that would have to get up walk off stage and then come back for an encore exactly yeah, yeah. I mean plus I mean Mike Nesmith the fact that he uses a cane yeah so there's that to consider too yeah. I think they would be able to do something with some flash instead of him walking out with a cane when I have like a conveyor belt that just rolls him out. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he's not wheelchair bound. No, I don't mean being a wheelchair. He can stand on a conveyor belt like like those uh, <laughs> like those things at the airport that roll you, you make you walk a little faster to get to your gate. Yeah, you can just roll him out with that. And he can just be standing there. I am. You know what it reminded me of? It yeah, reminded me of like when you watch those TV shows and they have like a band in the background and they're just standing there singing to the the audience of the TV show itself. That literally was what this was like. Like Weezer and the the. There wasn't like a big fire light show. I mean, nothing really too Spec- like too spectacular. Or? It was all about those two guys. The lights were on those two guys and followed yes. those two guys around. Yeah, I think computers have ruined everything. You know, can can you imagine how long it took them back in their day to cut a re- an album, you know, to get their voices perfect? Nowadays mm-hmm. they have auto-tune and they can fix it all in post and Yeah. All right, thanks guys. But I, but I only sing it one time. That's okay, we'll fix it. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> about it. I think I coughed during that one part. Eh, we don't worry We'll about just it. edit it out. This will be a gold, trust me. Yeah, let's cut it out in post. That's always a short answer when it comes to music production nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So overall, I really enjoyed the show, and I'm glad that I'm glad that it find that it did happen because I was worried that I was worried with the being it with it being rescheduled t- twice that I was afraid that Mike Nesmith's health maybe wasn't going to be up to touring and they would just can- cancel it. And I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, I le- I'm really enjoying seeing all the pictures that the the tour group are posting on this web the facebook page that i follow zilch podcast yeah and um just getting to see mickey and mike sitting there at a table waiting for the show to start or the other day him and his son mike and his son went to go and got humongous chicken fried steaks and i was like where are they at but i think they were in austin oh okay and um so it it's it's pretty cool. You get to see the the mic checks where they're goofing off a little bit because people are actually buying tickets to go see the mic checks. Yeah. And um, anyway, it's just neat. And I was very 
happy to be able to have gone to see them. Yeah, me too. And it, I think this was a big thing for both of us, Sushi, because, I mean, I've told you that the, the monkeys... The Monkees were the first musical group that I followed on a regular basis when I was, I think, eight, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I was eight. Yeah, because before then, I've, before then, I just listened to whatever my mom had on the radio, which was usually oldies from anywhere from the 50s through the 70s and just limited pop radio. I wasn't allowed to listen to the rock and roll stations, couldn't watch MTV or any of that stuff until I was 12. So I discovered a lot of the famous rock bands aside from Elvis and the Beatles uh, until, yeah, until I was in middle school. Um, so the Monkees were the first group that I listened to. The, oh, the Monkees and Paul Simon, his album Graceland, were the two albums that I listened to, that I started listening to on the regular around that age. Gotcha. And, yeah, and I, know that, and I knew that they were touring at the time, but I was too young to too young to go see anybody in concert yeah. my, my mom wouldn't, wouldn't have left let me and uh, for you you have a different reason for the monkeys being your favorite band well not favorite but well that they, they are your favorite band yeah so but, my my dad my dad introduced me to him um even though he, he introduced my stepsister to him too and um we just seemed to like the monkeys at the same time and i got to watch them on tv and um I had my little red tape recorder. I would tape the show so I could listen to the songs and memorize the words to all the songs. That way, when I would see the show again, if the song, if I watched a rerun, I could sing the song with the TV show. And anyway, I really got into it. And then they came in concert. And I found out my stepsister was going to the concert with my stepmom. But I didn't have a ticket. I was kind of upset about it. I was like crying because I didn't think I was going to get to go. Yeah. My my mom couldn't afford to take me. And then lo and behold, I got a ticket too. They gave they gave me a ticket, and we were in the grass, but and it was Weird Al. Weird Al opened for the Monkees, which is odd in itself. <laughs> so I saw <laughs> I saw Weird Al in concert. So that must have been his even worse tour. I don't know. Yeah, if the album with fat on it. The, the parody of Michael Jackson's bad. If it was 87, that would have been the tour. Yeah. 87, 88. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> anyway. But I know you also said about their music being of an, an escape for you. Yeah. It was yeah. just just an escape. Yeah, and then, yeah, like I said, we got our merchant. We also bought a little bit more merchandise afterwards. And trying to leave, though, was a bit uh, was a bit taxing. We had to wait about 10, 15 minutes in line just trying to get out of the venue. Otherwise, that was really the only bump we... Well, that and the, uh, that and the checkpoint that we went, went through to ask, the, with the security asking us if we had our vaccine cards uh, before we were let in those were really the only those were really the only two pitfalls we experienced the entire night so it was 87 okay um, so that would have been his even worse tour weird owls that is yeah because that was the album he was supporting at the time yeah yeah and that was our big event for this weekend 
and then a, the only other thing I wanted to touch on was <laughs> a game that my daughter had actually introduced to me a few months ago, which I hadn't actually played it all the way through. But her ask here, her only ask of us this weekend is was for sushi to actually play this game all the way through from start to finish because she wanted to see her reactions. And it's a game. It's a game called Delta Rune. And it's it's a, a somewhat of a spiritual, not successor, but companion game to Undertale, almost as if it's an alternate, almost as if it's an alternate timeline, set in the same same universe. But Undertale came out about I think four or five years ago or so, and it, its popularity exploded like Minecraft, un- like unbeknownst to the guy that developed the game. And it's, it has a certain amount of charm because its graphics are very m- much uh, pixel, like pixel style, six, I'd say, from the 8 and 16-bit era of video games. Did you say something, Alex? No. Okay, I thought you but did. But also, Undertale came out in 2015. Oh, 2015. Okay, so six years ago. Uh, damn it. I, I got to rename the buttons over here. I sw- swapped your dad when it's really you. So, yeah, Undertale was a huge, six, huge uh, unexpected success. And the game draws a lot of parallels from the Earthbound slash Mother series, which was uh, also a uh, Nintendo-made RPG, but um, the first couple games weren't actually released in the U.S. until the uh, the Super NES came out. Anyway, there are a lot of comparisons to it, but uh, Deltarune is a slight... Yeah, it's so it's an alternate... It takes place in an Undertale universe in an alternate timeline, and it's a... It's, quite a bit more lighthearted because I haven't played Undertale, but I've heard that the subject matter is kind of dark in comparison. So, I don't know if, how many people know this. Probably anybody who saw the Nintendo Direct, but me and Alice found out today that not only is Nintendo releasing um, Nintendo 64 free games, including Zelda... Um, uh, or, uh, Ocarina. Ocarina, Ocarina of Time, Time. Um, but also Star Fox 64 and oh. Mario 64, Mario Tennis 64, Mario Kart 64, Mario Kart 64, all for f- sort of free. You have to buy the expansion pack. But not only Nintendo 64, but the the other one which blows my mind is Sega Genesis. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, Sega's just, they're not a first party video game company anymore ever since the, they discontinued the Dreamcast 20 years ago. So, But it's weird. It's a Genesis emulator on a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. That's the <laughs> ultimate, and yeah, I've lost the video game more. Mm-hmm. And, well, um, and Yeah, they lost it 20 years ago. Yeah. And another thing, um, yeah. Nintendo also announced that they're making an, an animated Mario movie. Yes. Did yes. You, that uh, Before we get to that, I wanted to get uh, Sushi's take on Deltarune. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was a good game. Yeah, well, you don't want to go into details about the crazy stuff that happened in it? I mean, okay, so it's about this. Why are you doing that? I didn't think because that was warranted. that's all I said. Well, I mean, it, do you want me to tell you what the game was about? Didn't you already just say everything? Well, no, I just kind of set the premise of it. I didn't actually go into the story. Okay, so it's about this kid who um, goes into class and, and needs uh, a help. Um, with a class project and he can't find a partner and then this chick with 
who's purple comes walking in the room and besides that she's a dinosaur some are dinosaurs some are i mean well they're monsters yeah they're all monsters except for this kid this kid's human and this kid has a, a goat mom and um adopted mind you yeah so anyway he goes to class can't find a partner this monster walks in and they have to go find chalk because the teacher can't teach without chalk and the chalk's missing all of a sudden and then as they walk out in the hallway this dinosaur is eating chalk and, and the human kid sees the dinosaur eat chalk and he's like I'm going to kill you before you can tell anybody that I've eaten this chalk and he didn't kill him <laughs> they end up going to this closet to go get more chalk for the teacher and then from there they go into an alternate universe and I'm just going to leave it at that in case anyone... I don't want to spoil the game. Um, yeah, it's free. You can get it on most uh, most PC's pl- platforms and on any console. It's pretty interesting. I'm the kind of person that when I'm in a game, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do everything I can. You can um, go up to different objects in this game and click enter. And it might have something to tell you about it. So I'm the kind of person that will go up to every single object in a game... And hit enter to see if it says anything about it. And I'll just keep doing it. So I take longer to play the game than most people, excuse me, most people do because I do that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with exploring. Right. But that's most games. Like playing EverQuest with you. We're all hurry, hurry, hurry. And you're like, shiny, shiny. <laughs> you're not wrong. I didn't know if that was necessarily true. That's why I looked at no, you. No, he's not way. wrong. I get <laughs> all the shinies. All the shinies. Mm-hmm. That's another firefighter. But you know what? Uh, reference. Your wife does the same thing. Well, we're, my wife's not on the show. I was but she about picks you. up all the shinies. She's okay. just like me. Did I say it was we a bad thing? We fight over the shinies. Remember? Did I say it was? A, did I say it was a bad thing? And no. if anything drops, I tell you what. Somebody is. I'll a tell mo- you what. Somebody at this table, not going to name any names, is a drop monster. Ninja Every looter. time, yeah, ninja looter, whatever you want to <laughs> call it. She's see. She even admitted it in the chat room. Yeah, <laughs> see. So uh, somebody is a ninja looter and takes what he wants for his character before anybody else can get what they need for their character, even if they need it. He's like, "Oh, I'll take this." Oh, uh, somebody dropped this. Am I okay, right? And Am I right? Am I right? You got a problem with it? Yeah, I do. Well, too bad. What if I wanted it, um, too bad. Might have been over there playing with the shinies. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? I just I just take the hits. That's all I do. I don't have to worry about nothing. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Otherwise, that is that is cool that Nintendo is offering those in a somewhat of an expansion pack for the Switch. Oh, I just want to tell you guys mm-hmm. while we're on the show, Markham wants us all to find a game to play together again. We were talking about GTA, and he's like, or not GTA, Battlefront. He's like, why did we stop playing? That was so much fun. Yeah, Battlefront too. playing. He Battle stopped playing two. GTA. He stopped playing. Every, he plays with us for one or two games, and then he gets bored and goes off something else. I know. I know. It's so the he's same all, thing with Justin. He's all sad. He's like, I have nobody to play with, Mom. That would be his oldest son. And I'm like, okay, we'll find a game for us to play. He's like, okay, I'm looking. Can you download Steam to your computer? I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I can't even log into my Steam. I don't know what's wrong, but it's downloaded. Remember when he wanted us all to play a Valheim? Yeah. How long did he play Valheim? I don't know. Probably one or two times. I mean, I went in. I built some intricate ass shit. Yeah, in you Valheim. did. 
That and game I was spent cool. Hours on that game, and then guess what? This fool over here stopped playing. I had built. I had beaten everything. I've built everything that I wanted to build, and I was nobody was playing. But sushi. I was playing. I was having a good time playing. And I and I wouldn't stop you. You had your own server. Yeah, but I couldn't. Most of the time, we wouldn't even play together. Yeah, we would. Yeah, I built my house inside this your. This fool stopped playing. Yeah, and he I was, did. I was. I held out the longest. Yeah. Well, I was still playing on. But mine, you know, they too. just released a uh, uh, update to it. Oh, they did. Yes. And home. I was wondering when they would do that. It's just now out. This is like a year later. No, it's been out for a little bit. I just haven't okay. logged into it. Oh, your your wife said she was playing too. Yes, yeah, she was, and we stopped playing when she started playing. Poor Kim. Burr. It's your fault. True, you stopped true. playing. Y'all could have played together. Why'd you stop playing with her? Oh, that that's true. That's very true. Why are you, so you always trying to put me against Why your wife? Why are you so mean to my wife? I Why are you trying it. to put me against your wife? I love your wife. You put yourself against my wife. You know, take responsibility. You know all right? I will find a game for us to play, Kim. You and I. Just you and me. Okay? You should play Genshin. I play Genshin. It's a fun game, and I think you'd like yeah, the, it. Yeah, the ladies love Genshin. Yeah. <laughs> I know so, that to be the case. It's a lady game, is what he's saying. There's someone at our door. What the heck? Someone delivering something? Oh, it's probably for your boy. You is it more jalapenos? No, hell no. Speaking of that, look behind Alex. <coughs> oh yeah, I look behind Alex. We're sorry. on a show right now, sir. Sorry, the guy's still at the door. I can't see it. We still have three bags of jalapenos, but I made some really good things this week. I made. Um, chicken jalapeno popper casserole, which was fantastic. I made fried jalapenos. You don't need to learn how to make now what? that they're getting a little soft. What? Jalapeno jam. Well, that's what I was. That's what I have. I have this recipe up called candied jalapenos okay. or your boy. cowboy candy. What did he order? I don't know. I couldn't see what was in the bag. So, and basically what it is. Obviously, is it's it, not drugs. Yeah. What You slice your jalapenos. And then you Does bring, GitHub do that now? I don't know. <laughs> Go on with your recipe. All right. So anyway, then you take um, like sugar, turmeric, celery, garlic, cayenne pepper, and you boil this shit. And then once you boil it, you put your, I think you put your jalapeno. Do you put the jalapenos in the juice? I don't remember. This is what you do. You put them in jars, which I bought jars. Remember we talked about this? Yes. We have lots of ball jars, ball brand jars. That's right. Yes. So you take these ball brand jars and you put the sugar solution in there. And then you put your jalapenos in it. You seal it and you bake it in the oven for a little bit. And then once that cools, you let it sit for five days. And once you open the jar, it's supposed to be the best thing you've ever eaten in your life, jalapeno-wise. So I'm going to try and make that. That actually sounds really good. I'm looking forward to that. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. Okay. You're being weird. I don't know why I'm being weird. Okay. Well, that's I, my... I, I'm always weird, though. Ooh, that's my recipe for today. I might add that to my... I don't know. S sushi's recipes? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Thunder K can find a, a slew of... A montage of sound bites with Gordon Ramsay and insulting people on Hell's Kitchen or something like that. I'm sure she'd appreciate that. Well, maybe I'll do She's that. She's all about appreciating my humor. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Most of my recipes will be carb, either carbless or low carb. Low carb? Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, because I, I, I try don't, to lose some pounds myself. Yeah, we try to get. Sometimes I'll have a high carb meal in there. Like definitely, I love macaroni and cheese. 
And I have a hard time getting away from that. But, um... Chipotle's macaroni cheese is awesome. Oh, my God, it is. Overrated. I like yours better. I, do, I like mine better, too. Thank you, hon. It's still awesome. It is still awesome. It's not overrated. But that chicken, that, that jalapeno popper chicken casserole was so freaking good. <laughs> what did you think? You know, my, one, of the, one of the first things my mom asked me was whenever I picked up <laughs> my daughter Saturday morning from them watching her so we could go see the monkeys. She asked how our buttholes and stomachs were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I'm doing fine. I love jalapenos. I could eat jalapenos. Like, I, I wish I'm doing I okay, s- too. I wish yeah. I had somebody in my life who cared about my butthole. <laughs> well, you know that's a lie. Let me, let, me, let me take care of that for you there. Ew. No. You tried to take care of it last week with, you know. Let me tell you what this fool did last week. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about. Oh, me. She, she's, talking, she's talking about me. She, yeah. she calls me and she's like, did you know I went to the hospital on Saturday? <laughs> well, she went to the ER. I said, why, why did you go to the hospital? She goes, I was having chest pains really bad. And then later I determined it was gas. Oh, okay. I said, wait. Wait, so you had to go to the hospital because you had chest pains and you figured it's because of gas. So your thought process was, you know what? I'm going to make a meal that consists of. Beef sausage and beans. <laughs> I was so sick. Oh we all God. were so sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. My roommates so were complaining sick. about the smell. I'm sure. I'm sure. You, oh, you know what's funny is I have mates, anti-gas. Yeah. And I was telling him. Anti-gas about, pills? Yeah, we do too. And I was like, Alice, take some of these. And he's like, nah, I got it, bro. No problem. <laughs> I did not say that. I got it, bro. <laughs> yes, you did. I bet you did. I got this. I got this. I don't need them. And the next day he calls me, Dad, I was up half the night farting. (laughs) Okay, that never happened. I woke up and I had a big fart. That was the thing. My roommates were going to kick me out because I was sticking up the room. Where were you going to sleep? The hallway? Shit. Uh, No, that's what I wanted to do. Oh. Or your car. That's what he had to do. But so Shelly's Shelly's remedy for uh, chest pains due to gas is to over gas. No, I, I really... Start, Escape I a, the body quicker. I had a craving for beans, and usually my beans don't cause this much gastrointestinal issues because I cook them for like 18 hours. Like, I really cook my beans for a long time. I, I don't yeah. think your catalyst there was beans. Hold on, and I put what? I also put baking soda in them, okay? Okay, but All I'm right. just saying, I don't think your catalyst Sodium beans. bicarbonate. But this time I didn't do that. This sausage, time I didn't. Sausage makes you... Well, yeah. there's also a reason, too, because our crock pot busted. Yeah, I was upset about and that. And that's what you were originally going to make them in. Yeah. That's... I mean, it wafts through the house all night long. I wake up in the middle of the night. My stomach starts growling. I'm like, shut up. I, I shut sleep up, right I'm through sleeping. it. So, okay. My question is... What? How are you going to get past the remedy of the sausage, though? What are you talking about? So, your beans don't make you fart, but what about sausage? Well, we won't be eating that again. I, d- I don't do good with sausage anyway. I just thought it was quick and easy. You know what? You know, beans, when you <laughs> fart with quick beans, and easy. it's usually uh-huh. not that potent. Mm-hmm. But when you eat sausage, like breakfast sausage, hot dogs, that kind of those kind of farts, those are awful. Yeah. Those are bad. Well. It's all the human in it. I didn't have, like, I didn't have, like the farting issue so much as I had tummy issues. <laughs> like, my stomach hurt so bad. I took... I mean, I could feel it rumbling in there. So I took two gas pills and then I took some antacid. Yeah. And the antacid tablets 
sort of helped, but I felt so full. <sighs> anyway, won't do that again. Thanks for calling me out on the show there, bud. Appreciate you. Well, we found it very funny. Were the beans good, though? The beans they were taste good. good. I never said they didn't taste good. Yeah, they tasted I, I good. I thought they were good. They taste fantastic. I love my beans. I just thought it was uh, it was pretty ironic that your, your remedy for indigestion and farting was to, you know, make the meal that probably had the most indigestion farting. I know, right? Yeah. I don't know why it was. I am a humongous, I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I am a humongous foodie. Like, I love trying new recipes. I love cooking. I have two ovens in my kitchen because I love cooking so much. Yeah, and the and there's a total of maybe twice each year where both those ovens get used t- simultaneously. If I had more time in the day, I would cook with both my ovens. Oh, I'm, says I'm sorry not a millionaire so you can so, so you can live out your dreams of being a homemaker. Yeah. I can make macaroni and cheese for your class, ma'am. I can do it. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. I think you should also make a pot of beans but leave the leave the baking soda out. Just, no, the baking soda. I know. I think it would be great to have that big of a fart choir. Oh, so you want all her kids to be pooping it out in yeah. her class? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. No mo- way. Moon down you, Waltz. <laughs> all right. Well, I think. So half our show has been about gas. No. no half our show has been about the monkeys. been about the monkeys, and gotcha. the other half is about gas. <laughs> I don't have any conspiracies, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm living in conspiracy right now. And that is it. Goodbye, guys. Have a so good time. So you want to start with that? Huh? Start with conspiracies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot which one uh, I had some technical difficulties, but I'll, it's something that I'll deal with in post. So she Not an emergency. Hey, hey. So she okay. Yes, I know. So I am going to announce to the world that I've got my second vaccination. And I'm fully vaccinated. Yes. However. One of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> However, However. I did not want to get this shot. But Thunder K explained to me how much of a nuisance I was being because <laughs> I was creating the issue of I don't remember the virus um, being able to mutate in my body because I did not have the vaccine. So I was the bad guy. So, so he, I sat and thought about it for a while. Wait, wait, wait. And wait, I thought, poor Kim, no, no, if no, no. She gets, poor Kim, if she gets the coronavirus. And then I thought, well, holy crap. If I give Kim the coronavirus or if I give my son the coronavirus, I could cause them to get really, really ill. Then I started feeling guilty. So I knew that my aunt needed to get the shot. And I knew that my son needed to get it. And so I made us all an appointment. Well, your son time. has respiratory problems. He does. Yes. He has major respiratory issues. So I made us all an appointment, and we all went up for the first shot, and we all got sicker than a dog on the first shot to a point where we were sick for three days. And I was never heard of anybody getting sick that long on the first shot. And I was like, what is wrong with us? Why are we so not feeling good? Like, major migraine. And I had a migraine from the day that I got that shot until the first one, not the second one, because it's been over a month since I've gotten the first shot. Yeah. Um, 21 this, days at least. Yeah. So um, I don't have one today. I don't have a migraine today. But I also took 
headache medicine this morning. Yes. Now the second shot. I got sick on the second shot. It's kind of. I'm going to tell you the second shot. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but let me tell you about my experience. Um, my first day was okay. Like after I got the shot, I didn't feel anything. And I even woke up the next morning and I was like, maybe I won't have a reaction on the second one because I went to work. Like I started working and I was having a good time at work. And then two o'clock in the afternoon hit. And I was like, nope, I can't do this anymore. I am starting to feel like I'm about to just fall out. So I told my I got real tired. Yeah, I told my boss, I was like, I have to go. I, I can't do this anymore today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Two o'clock hit. I went and laid in the bed. And I was so sick. So sick. Every every joint in my body ached. Every joint. My whole body was aching. So I took some medicine. I, I bought myself some sinus medication um, that I took the first day. And I thought maybe that helped, right? I didn't have like a migraine at that time yeah and um i took some aleve because i thought that will help with the pain it did not help with my pain and um i believe was it that night or the next night it was friday night so that night um friday night yeah i uh got to a point where every i i hurt so bad that i didn't think i was gonna be able to sleep i was almost in tears and I, I have a high tolerance for pain. Yeah. Pain, I, I can just live with pain. I have no problem. Like, I'm constantly in pain. No big deal. But this was just unbearable. It was every joint in my body hurt so bad that I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me right now, but I am hurting. So I asked uh, Robotuner to get me some NyQuil. So I took it. I took NyQuil because I thought maybe that will, it's got painkiller in it. It's got sleep stuff in it. Maybe I can just get some sleep and sleep this pain off, right? So I woke up Saturday morning, and um, I had a migraine, a really, really bad migraine. My head hurt so bad. It felt like my brain was moving around inside my skull. And I was like, what the heck? Why can't I just be normal? Why can't I just not have the stupid migraine? So um, Robotuner went went and asked my aunt if he could, could get me some headache medication, and she just happened to have some, so I took that. And about 2 o'clock, I felt better. I didn't have a migraine anymore. But I still was sore and achy. Yeah. And um, I woke up this morning, and I took another headache medicine uh, because my my it wasn't a bad migraine, but I could feel like I felt like it was going to come on. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to take one so I don't have one. I haven't had one all day since I took that medicine. Um the only thing is, is when we started, right before we started the show, I started feeling tired. Like, really tired. Right. You know, for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah to me, it's, um, I had a flu vaccination. Uh, my first flu vaccination I ever had was a few months ago. Um, my wife has a compromised immune system, so she has no spleen. And so everybody around her really needed to be vaccinated. Yeah. And so I went down for my first flu shot because she couldn't take the flu, especially with the way she was at the time. And I tell you, from the vaccination from COVID, I think the flu shot was worse. Oh, you do? I I got a fever. I got the chills. It lasted like two days after that. Man. And all I got with the COVID shot was really tired. Yeah. I didn't get a headache. But I don't get headaches. So, I mean, that's probably the worst part about for you is that 
painful headache, but I didn't have I didn't have a headache. No, I'm going to tell you the worst part was the joint pain. I've never felt anything like that. On, it was like they were on fire and hurt, hurt, hurt. I've never had anything like that happen before. Not from a not from a stupid shot. Well, you are one year, eleven months, and nine days old. Shut so up. It could be rheumatoid arthritis, you know, kicking in. Yeah. Rheumatoid arthritis, yeah. Yeah, that's whatever. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. And last week it was and me you're, you're, harping you're... on her having being postmenopausal now rheumatoid arthritis with you. Yep, I mean, there you go. Can she even catch a break at this point? Nope. Yeah. Well, you yourself has said that uh, one of the things that uh, coronavirus attacks is the inflammation right yeah yeah and so you probably already had inflammation in oh your don't tell me that Ugh. hey but this could make it better you don't know well you know what's funny is even on my scars where my hands are those hurt after uh, on saturday remember i was or, not, yeah. or friday i said even my hands hurt it was bad but not the same kind of pain that you had before exactly. the surgery though yeah. just where the incision was right yeah yeah, I don't want to be that guy who says, you know, ever since you guys, you know, changed the password on my computer, my car doesn't start. But um, <laughs> ever since I've got the shot, things like my lower bottom back pain, you know, when I sit down too long, hasn't been super bad. You know, what the first hmm. shot, that's another thing I had had thought about, too. Like, after the first shot, I'd had some shoulder pain. I still have it. It's really bad. I need to go to the doctor. Because I was helping my dad move, and I must have hurt myself really bad and just didn't know it. But um, after the first shot, this kind of stopped hurting as bad. And I thought, wow, that's crazy. But the second shot, it hurts worse. And it may fade. Hopefully. (laughs) I don't think any of this stuff's permanent. No. We don't know. We don't know. That's the problem with the shot is that they don't know what the long-term effects are. And I'm not trying to scare anybody. And I've I've heard a lot of people having this issue. Now, we talked to Robotuner's brother yesterday. Yeah, my youngest one. And he said he was down with both shots. I haven't seen a lot of people say that. They say they get side effects either from the first one or the second one, but not both. What I've heard about the first shot and this was from the people giving the shots, was that the people who usually get get uh, sim- uh, what's the word? side effects from the first shot uh-huh. are uh, usually people who have already had COVID in some capacity. And I don't, you know, I did get checked to see after, remember I thought I had had it, but I got my, went to my doctor and I got checked, but I don't even know if that test was like an accurate test. Yeah, because of the antibody check. It was right before the right. pandemic officially started. Exactly. Yeah. But now so, I don't know how the antibody test works with you having the vaccine. It may work just fine. I don't know. Well, if you have like out of the control antibodies, they're going to be like, yeah, you've had COVID. I think that's, they know... I'm pretty sure they know how many antibodies your body's supposed to have. I've been around so many people that at one time have had COVID. I'm shocked that I haven't had it. I, I mean, would, I would be shocked. Our if I dad, had it. our mom, our aunt, our aunt, and not aunt the one yeah, aunt that the, lives with me. Not the one that lives with us. Yeah. Stays with uh, us. Robo Tuner's daughter had it. Yeah. 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 My daughter and yeah, her daughter, mom, stepdad, and brother all came down with it. Now they're. My my daughter and her brother, their side effects were, or their symptoms were mild. I mean, they just slept a lot, and uh, my daughter had a pretty strong headache for one of the days. But her stepdad was almost, he was hospitalized and nearly died from it because his turned into COVID and uh, 
bacterial pneumonia. Yeah, it's called COVID pneumonia. Yeah. You know who else had it right after our show? Stubbs. Yeah, he yeah. had it too. Yeah. And he's Remember like, Dustin Dustin tried to put <laughs> pen that out on us. He said, yeah, Stubbs came over to your show too. Like th- a couple days later, he comes down and with a positive test for COVID. Well, we should have went, hey, how'd you like that coffee? <laughs> that coffee taste good? Yeah, and they just started asking us about our more? cleaning <laughs> methods here. God damn it. <laughs> anyway. Um, He's finally over it, though. Well, I'm kind of wondering. Another side effect that I keep having since I've had that shot, mm-hmm. the first shot, is I sit and all of a sudden I'll break out in a heavy sweat. Like, I am sweating right now and I'll, I'm just sitting here. And it comes and goes. It comes and goes. And I don't know if that's menopause or if that's from the shot. Well, now all you have to fear is the unvaccinated. Yeah. Because now that you're vaccinated, you have to fear the unvaccinated. Why? I don't know. <laughs> literally <laughs> don't the know. Rules. I literally don't know why the unvaccinated are dangerous to the vaccinated. No idea. Well, I mean... I would think we would be more dangerous to the unvaccinated because now that we're vaccinated, we may not even show signs if we have COVID. Sure. That makes sense. But that's not. It could be. That's not. Uh, that, them's not the rules. That's not what everybody's yelling about. I gotcha. What everybody's yelling about is that the unvaccinated are going to hurt the vaccinated. I think it's. I really like listening to um, the new stuff that comes out about the vaccine and the actual virus itself and how oh well we've discovered that this week it's yeah, this, this way and then follow the science yeah follow the science and this week this next week it's totally different it's like a 180 and you're like what just happened mask. They don't just wear say? masks wear two masks wear five masks hmm. get two shots ne- get six shots i never said you didn't have to wear a mask <laughs> <laughs> why would they give us vaccine uh <laughs> Cards that have four lines and not just two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there are people out there dying that have never died before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't think we'll ever see a, a single bad lip reading with Joe Biden because it's just How the things you? that he stays are just need? too funny. Yeah, you he don't bad need. Lip, he bad lip reads himself. I know. They didn't even do his inauguration this year. Which he's done it with Obama's second inauguration and both of Trump's. He didn't have to. Uh, I mean, not both of Trump's, but the Trump's. Trump, no, no, Trump's inauguration, his single yeah. inauguration, yes. Yeah, but yeah. they didn't really have to because, I mean, who understands what the hell that guy's saying anyway? I know. <laughs> I wish they would just put his face up there and do the, you know, where you know how they do those things where they have the cards and they just drop the cards and it has. The oh, yeah, cue cards. On. Yeah, little cue cards. Just have him hold the cue cards at the camera and he just drops it. Look. And he gives a sad face. I'm a president. Read my cards. And then everybody will know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm just saying this is a winner idea. Winner, Look, winner, chicken. I, I know pe- there are people out there that still really care about Biden as a president. And, and I'm I'm just not on that train anymore. Hey, you know what? I mean, think about it. If they had the cue cards yeah. and he was just dropping the cue cards, he might look ridiculous. But how much more ridiculous does he look when he actually talks? Look, and you can't tell me that's a damn stutter. I, you know what? Here, whoa, 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 why you get so nervous, man? Because <laughs> you know, if you okay, hold on. If you look at some of the things that he said as a younger politician, he didn't have no dang stutter. He was very he, articulate. His, yes, very articulate. Well, they're okay. saying that he had it when he was young, and now that he's older, 
Did you hear the reports that the dude is walking around the White House shitting himself? Dude, did what? I say that? What? I told you that, too. I yeah, told you that. Yeah, the Secret Service, one of the Secret Service guys has come out and said, this dude shits himself. He gets up in the middle of the night, manic from the amphetamines that they put him on during the day, uh-huh. and they have to Wait, follow him around. And, amphetamines? Yeah. What, what kind of amphetamines? Obviously not methamphetamines. The, I don't know. Well, the ones that make him more alert and... Uh, this is a conspiracy theory, though, just okay. FYI. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it is. I've the, heard it from multiple sources he, here's now. Here's what the source says. There is National There are poop piles in the hallways of the White House. Oh, I don't know about and that. And he's blaming it. They're blaming it on the dogs. The dog. But the dogs <laughs> oh my God. are outside dogs. They don't come in the house. People suck. That's funny. <laughs> Here you are. How are you going to blame that shit on dogs? How are you going to be that mean? Anyway, but one of the conspiracy theories, which I wasn't going to mention today, but you brought it up, so I'm going to, is that Joe Biden shits himself on purpose because he likes to watch people clean it up. (laughs) Is that why he walked up and went, my butt's been wiped? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Perfect. Oh, that's gold. (laughs) My butt's been wiped. So, anyway, that's the conspiracy theory today. Um, I don't know if it's true. I don't yeah, really want to know. You will never know if that shit's true. You'll never know if it's a service agent. I will tell you this. that They are tired of, from the from what I... Oh, it was Alex. It was Alex... Um, what's his name? The conspiracy theory. Alex thing. Jones? Yes, Alex Jones. Oh, God. Him? He had a guy on. He had a guy on. He's like, listen. He goes, you told me that... Joe Biden, or he's the guy said, uh, Joe Biden's shitting himself, and he he likes to do it. Yeah, you told me to Joe Biden's him. shitting himself. Yeah. And he likes I can't to watch do him. people clean up after him. And, and the guy's like, yes, and they're getting tired of cleaning up after him. You're going to see this come out in the news. And it 1,000% is starting to come out in the news. That is so funny. Because people are really, I don't know if it's true or My not. My butt's been wiped. Yeah, he was on mm. Tim Pool the other day. I was telling you about it. Alex yeah. Jones was? Yeah, yeah, Alex Jones. Oh, God. <laughs> that was that was pretty entertaining. I was like, this guy, Alex Jones, he's such a crazy man. Anyway. Yeah, I'd like to see him out of character for once. I don't think, I, I, I don't think video of that exists. And if there is, he probably six his lawyers on him with a cease and desist order immediately. There was a, there was a, a clip of Alex Jones actually stopping a guy who was trying to kidnap somebody. Like him and his friend were like, like walking by, and they like started recording because it was like they need this for evidence. But like some guy, some guy was trying to kidnap a kid, and he was like, "No, this isn't okay." So he like stood in front of his car and everything, called the police. Sure, it's not staged. It could be, but I was gonna say that sounds a lot like what Alice Jones would do. Yeah, for publicity. I'm not saying that you're. I'm not saying that you're wrong or it didn't happen. It just sounds. That's the problem with. With today, you just don't know what's real, what's not. Yeah, and they keep coming up with new technologies to make it just that much harder. Now they have deep fakes. Yeah. Oh, deep fakes are hilarious but scary at the same time. Uh, anybody can be deep faked, and mm. another thing is, is like they can deep fake you committing a crime. Well, just your face. Yeah, but like, how are you going to prove it wasn't you? Well, I imagine somebody with my face with a bunch of tattoos probably isn't me. Well, that's true. Well, yeah, since you don't have any. I don't either. All right. I just have th- I have a couple of news. Oh, I thought... Uh, okay. We skipped oh. We skipped to, to that first because I, I wanted to tell everybody this is why I don't feel good. Live from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwa, it's Sushi News! 
your source for news. At Castle Fujiwa. Nowhere else, though, because the news doesn't matter anywhere else. Okay, sushi news. Ready? Go. Okay, so there is a new, larger type of cicada, and it is emerging. They have big black eyes, and they like to scream. Wow. Ah! I'm like, they're already loud as shit right now. So, like, if this was Nintendo, they would be super cicadas. (laughs) Who knows? Billions of broad X cicadas temporarily emerged this summer after being underground for 17 years. 17 years? Yeah, they were only around for a few weeks, but now a new and larger type of cicada has arrived to take their place. Officials at Maryland Catoctin Mountain Park, a unit of the National Park Service, said the insects are called dog day cicadas since they come out during those hot dog days of summer. The insect has bright green see-through wings and large eyes, and it takes two to three years for this particular type of cicada to develop and emerge from underground. But unlike broad X, the population makes an appearance every year. They are much larger and have black eyes. Um, Do they take small children and take them to, to their nest? Well, I'm like, come on, is this like news to you guys? Because these bitches are here all the time. They scream in our trees all yeah. the time. I'm like, maybe in Maryland it's new to you, but in Texas we get all the cicadas. Yeah. Yeah. So we have dog day cicadas in Texas. I mean, I'm looking at this one, and it looks just like the ones we have with the big black eyes and the little orange The ones that fly into your fucking face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So cats meowing helps rescuers find 83-year-old owner after she falls down a ravine. When an 83-year-old woman fell down a ravine in Cornwall, England, it was her cat who helped rescuers find her. The woman had been missing for over an hour and concerned neighbors called emergency services. BBC News reports police went searching for her, but it was a member of the public who heard a meowing cat and located her. How nice. A little kitty kitty. We rarely ever get good news. I know. It's so hot in Dubai, and this is for Dustin... That the government hmm. is artificially creating rainstorms. Oh, from Harp. Yeah. With temperatures in Dubai regularly surpassing 115 degrees Fahrenheit, the government has decided to take control of the scorching weather. Scientists in the United Arab Emirates are making it rain artificially using... You're about to get corrected. I know. He Emirates. just jumped. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> are making it rain artificially using... Electrical charges from drones to manipulate the weather and force rainfall across the desert nation. Meteorological, did I say that right? Not officials really. You were close, though. Released video footage this week showing the downpour over Ras Al... I can't say that. Ras Al Ghul? Ras Al <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Kami, Kama? Kaima? Kama Sutra? Ras Al Kama. <laughs> Ras Al Kama Sutra. Ah. All as well as several other regions. The new method of cloud seeding shows promise in helping to mitigate drought conditions worldwide without as many environmental concerns as previous methods involving salt flares. I love a good salt flare. They They usually get four inches of rain per year, and the government's hoping that regularly zapping clouds to generate rain will help to alleviate some of the arid nation's annual heat waves. That's weird. Yeah. Interesting. All right. And then... And then... The other day, I read a story 
that was talking about microchips, the tiniest microchip, like the size of a, um, like a, a gnat, are going to be released to fly around and survey the population. A microchip? Yeah, it was like a little microchip drone. Like okay. that big, the so size a of a tiny drone, a nano yeah, drone. Yeah, a nano drone, like a teeny tiny drone that are going to be released to, um, what did I say? Something the population. Survey. Survey the population. Which I thought, how crazy is that? We won't even be able to see it. Like, it'll be outside in the yard. It'll look like a fly. We let it in our house and we say some fucked up shit about Biden and then all of a sudden we're in jail. I was like, where's the screen door when we need it? Y'all aren't paying attention to shit I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I looking am. up nano drones, man. <laughs> I tune you out. I just don't know what to think about that, honestly. I, was, I just don't know what kind of payload. And this is a news story? Yeah. Uh, my phone's dead. I can't get to it. Mm. Oh. I sent it to my... I texted it to myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I could look it up later. Well, you know that, that for what... I still don't really understand the reasoning, but... One of the things that Biden has done is, you know how whenever you make a transaction over $10,000 that it gets flagged in, in uh, the IRS? Yeah, that's that's normal. That's yeah. something we already I, do I, anyway. I, yeah. I what I'm saying, Biden has taken that from 10000 to $600. So. And the reasoning is we want to make sure that those people who are not paying their taxes pay their taxes. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think because the yeah, people that are loophole. paying their taxes are the ones that have the six hundred dollars in their accounts. The ones that aren't paying their taxes are the ones that have offshore accounts in another country that right. he can't monitor. Right. So that doesn't make any sense. No, I mean that it, it doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, it makes more sense to incentivize either close the loopholes or incentivize those people to move their money back in the United States. But isn't he the same person that is owing 500000 in back taxes? Who, Biden? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I do know that, uh, I don't know if you saw that dress that uh, Alex, uh, Congresswoman... Oh, AOC? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was wearing. Did you hear that the people who made her dress... Uh, are in big, big trouble for tax evasion? No, that's kind of ironic yeah. considering what it actually said. <laughs> Not all the memes that people have made of it. But tax <laughs> yeah. rich. Uh, three days ago on Fox News <laughs> and the New York Post, uh, Biden could owe as much as 500 k in back taxes, government report indicates. Hmm. That was three days ago. Yeah, but what does that really mean, though? I mean, that's in the big drop of things. It's not a whole lot of money. Yeah, it him. is true. How do you know? For him, it's not. Because of China? Because of all the... <laughs> because he's you've been a politician Because of China is an answer to everything. He'd probably know. do like two dinners, two dinners, and he'll have that money to pay it off. I I'm guess. just saying. I'm, I'm just making fun. Nobody's going to jail over that shit. It's just the point of he's trying to uh, attack people who don't pay their taxes, and he's not paying his taxes either. I don't know what world we live in. It's really just right. strange. It doesn't make sense to me. We're living in a... Uh, Twilight Zone? And, no. And the right is just as much no, this crooked r- about the shit than the left This is. world ended in 2012, and we're just in a simulation. Yeah. Well, you know what they're saying is that uh, the first time that they 
set off the hydro uh, uh, yeah. the collider in 2016 mm-hmm. they sent us to a parallel universe where trump was president yeah that's, that's like, the conspiracy oh theory. i remember the hydro collider the story we actually covered yeah, that on we here did, we yeah did. we did <laughs> but they're about to fire it up again that's why i'm bringing oh, it up well, okay bring good. it on yeah so we can just maybe maybe it'll wipe out and eradicate the <laughs> coronavirus Wouldn't completely. Wouldn't it be weird as shit if it sent us all back to like the year 2000 into our younger selves? That would be And awesome. we had the knowledge we knew and we're like, oh shit. Oh you God. Oh, oh shit. Gonna, that was one of the die. So yeah. what? Uh, I haven't, let's see. My kid's two years old. My ex-husband's going to die. I'm going to meet a guy way far in the future. Well, you just meet him now. Well, <laughs> then we won't have the Ainsley. Oh. Well, how would you even yeah, be able to prepare for that? Yeah, You'd my, have to know exactly when it happened, the time, and all that stuff. Yeah, right. I was going to say that the year 2000 was a rough year for me. I was in my last semester of college. I was working, playing in a band. I had a relationship with who is now my ex-wife, and I was interning. So, I don't think I'd want that kind of hindsight. Mm-mm. I don't think I'd want to know because then no. I'd, everything I would do, I would try to stop, and I'd probably fuck it up even worse. Yeah. What can you do there? There's a couple of things that would turn out way better. I would buy Bitcoin. Hell yeah. Did it even exist in 2000? Well, whenever it existed, I'd buy the shit out of it. I would mine for Bitcoin. I would find Bitcoin. I'd pay for it. Fuck all that work. Just buy a hundred of them. hundred dollars worth. hundred dollars of Bitcoin? Yeah, when it was brand spanking new. Yeah, I'd have bought them. Hmm. I'd have bought them for a hundred. I'd I'd buy that for a (laughs) dollar. Yeah. Okay. I'd be miserable, but I'd be one rich motherfucker. <laughs> Are you all ready for trivia? Yes, I'm ready for Stump the Robotuner. Do we need a song for you? No. I think we need a song for Stump the Robotuner. I'll see what I can come up with. If you don't want to be a loser, you're going to have to stump the Robotuner. Ooh, I like that. Uh-huh. That's funny. Because... Yeah, I like that. Okay, what was the name of the song that Queen Elsa sings as she builds her ice castle in the movie Thunder Frozen? Thunder You answered too soon, sir. Alex the intern. You gotta wait till she's done. Oh, no. Go ahead. We gave up those rules a long time ago. Okay, let's see if he actually knows it or if he just oh, he knows chimed it. in first just to spite me. You know it, right? I do know it, but I'm like afraid to say what I think it is because it's probably wrong. Say it. Isn't it Let It Snow? Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> close. Let it grow. Alex the intern. Let it flow. What? It's Let It Go. Let yes. it go. I thought you said it. Let It Flow. He said that. Okay, yeah. God damn. Again, asserting my point. All right. Well, we're hearing the rest of it when it made me remember the name of the fucking song. All right. How let many? it snow. I mean, flow. Let it go. Uh, I'm uh, sure she says let it snow in there at some point. Yeah. God dang it. How many films did Sean Connery play James Bond in? Robotuner? Uh-huh. Six? No. Damn. Thunder K7. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so who do we give that point to? Yeah, I was going to be like, you better answer that because your dad will punch you. I've seen him all with my dad. Hey, uh-huh. hey, Sushi. How many? Well, do I give that point to me or do I give it to Thunder K? You keep it. But you why? answered it. But he also answered it so closely. Anyway. No, I did point. not answer it. The name was Let It Go. I just said Let It Snow. It's not even fucking Christmas. Okay, how many Lord of the Rings movies are there? Robotuner, three. Correct. Oh, see, bullshit. 
no, no, no. You have to count it. No, because there it are actually five. Uh, yeah, the two Hobbit movies. Three Hobbit movies. Oh, sorry, then six. Yeah, six. I know, but The Hobbit was its own book. It stood alone. It was not part of the Lord of the Rings series. It says three here. Maybe at the time this... It's three, but I'm being technical. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was the name of the actor who played Jack Dawson in Titanic? Robert Tuner. Damn it. Lo- Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. <sighs> Damn it. What cartoon character lives in a pineapple? Damn it. You have to wait to the end of the question. He doesn't get it. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes. That was my childhood. In what year did the first episode of South Park air? Robotuner. 1997. Correct. God dang There's no way I know that one. Yeah, me either. I was going to say like 2000. It was right after I graduated high school. That's how I know. Which actor appeared in films Face Off and Ghost Rider? Okay. <laughs> this one will be easy. Nicolas Cage. Yes. I was the only one answered, though. <laughs> The, the internet's fav- most favorite actor to make fun of because uh, I didn't I didn't know he was in Face Off. Okay. Yeah, he was. And with, well, I tell you what, with John I Travolta, watched, I watched The Rock last night. Uh-huh. That was wow. You talk about contrast in acting. Sean Connery, awesome actor. Nicolas Cage, Mister Overactor. What in the name of Zeus's butthole? <laughs> Did he really say that? Yes. Okay, hold on. Your wife just said that you watched Frozen fifteen times this week. No, I didn't watch it 15 times. I watched it once. No, no, no. He watched it 16 times. 16 times? You just, you just Was add, I asleep during the other 15? You I add 15 to every number you saw. I watched Frozen 1 and 2. Okay. okay. I have All a right. granddaughter who likes Frozen. Granddaughter who likes Frozen. But I won't lie to you. I like some of the music. I'd watch it without her. So, haters, fuck y'all. Okay, I'll listen to it anyway. <laughs> When Michael Jordan played for the Chicago Bulls, how many NBA championships did he win? Thunder K, Space Jam. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Alex, the intern, eight. No. No. Uh, I'm Robo- guessing. Robotuner? Mm-hmm. Three? No. I don't know. Six. Six. Hey. I was closest. Hey. I was, cl- I was closest. Closest? Yeah, okay. We should just get Thunder K that point. Which American president was involved in the Watergate scandal? Alex, Thunder okay. Damn it. Hell. Richard Nixon. Yes. Bring. What are the surnames of the father-son duos who both served as U.S. presidents? Thunder K. Bush. Mm-hmm. Was there more than one? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, as uh, uh, don't tell me. Uh. uh <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Uh. <laughs> Johnson. No. <laughs> is it Alex the intern? Is it Bush and Roosevelt? No. No. That's say because that's not a father son. They were distant cousins. They were not a father son. Uh, I'm just going to guess here. Okay, Robotuner. Mm-hmm. Bush, of course. Adams. Yes. And Cleveland. No, there's only two. No, no. That, oh, I he thought you, too I, many. He doesn't get the point. I thought you said three. Okay. No, I said two. Yeah, John Adams and John Quincy Adams. Okay. Where are the? Oh. I don't know. Do I give it to him? Yeah. You yeah. All right. <laughs> Shit. All right. Uh, what World War One began with the death of Archduke Franz Ferdinand? Robert Tuner. Of which country? Sorry. Robert Tuner. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> World War One. He was the Archduke of. 
Oh, damn it. I don't think damn it's a country. Okay, not, yeah, it's not a country. I'm not using that as my answer. What continent was he on? I was kidding. <laughs> it was Europe. It was... It wasn't the Netherlands? No. Alex the intern, Austria. Yes. Austria, shit. Okay. Donald Trump and which North Korean leader are known to trade uh, okay. threats over the internet? Yeah. Kim Jong-un. Correct. All right, last, last one. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are so tense right now. <laughs> it's because Robotuner uh, and I are tied. No, I'm just ready to sh- shut the shit down. That's all it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt didn't do his patented cough a hair out of his throat this beginning of the show. Are you okay? Yeah, Is something fine. wrong? No. Are you sure? Positive. <laughs> there it is. Okay, there we go. Thanks. <laughs> I, don't know what I didn't do that. that. He did. Alright, hold on. I gotta find a good one. Okay. Do, 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 do. LeVar Burton is no longer a contender to host Jeopardy. He said, fuck this shit. You can have the show. (laughs) Are you still trying to find a question? Yeah, these are too easy. I'm trying to get something that's not easy and not hard because you guys can't do it. Michelle Obama did the the help. If you get above like a third grade level, we're fucked, okay? Well, I mean, I'm right at third grade. Okay. Was Michelle Obama a man formerly? Yes. Okay. <laughs> True. You Possibly. Possibly. I've seen conspiracy theories on that, too. What is the name of the paradise warriors go to after death? Okay. Okay. Fuck. Valhalla. Yep. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Now we have to have a tiebreaker. Right. A three-way okay. tiebreaker. Oh, wait. a three-way. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh my god. This is too hard. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay. In the farmer in the dale. Wow, what did the cat take? Holy hell. I've never heard of this. Robotuner? Mm-hmm. The mouse? No? Okay. You are fake news. <laughs> oh, shit. Wrong button. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, I want to say yes, but I don't because it's not correct, but oh, it okay. is right. I don't care. Just give it to him. It's a rat. Oh, Alex, turn it's rat. I get the point. Woo, yeah. Let me, let me do another one. Let me all do right, one. all right. Um, how can a man go eight days without sleep? Robo tuner? Uh-huh. Lots of coffee? No. Uh, you can't even go one day without sleep. Eight wow. days without sleep? Mm-hmm. This is a fucking joke. Is this going to end with a joke? It, it kind of is a joke, but it's a riddle. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking hell. You know, if this game had cash prizes, this might be worth it. <laughs> uh, Alex the intern porn. No. All right, so I win by default. Good job, everybody. <laughs> no. no, listen. How can a man go eight days without sleep? 
Do they have to be in a row? They're in a row. Eight so. days without sleep. I don't know. Oh, he sleeps at night. Correct. Thunder gay! Thunder gay! Thunder gay! Thunder gay, if you know what I mean. That's I not nice. Bring the thunder! I think Thunder K won that one. <laughs> oh, your your wife knew that answer, too. <laughs> well, why didn't you come in here and give it to me, honey? Um, that's This is a family-friendly that's show. private time, okay? Not, okay, not here. all right. Everybody just PG it down. Fucking hell shit. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, not that. This. Wait a okay. Minute, wait a minute. What? She's checking to see if we have an email. At the end of the show? Uh, I'm gonna let you know. We don't. Why don't you check before the show? Then we can read it at the end of the show. Well, why don't you check it? Why do I always have? Because to you made the damn email. You gotta do something. Bum ba dum bum. Well, we also can't hear you because you moved your microphone a foot from your face. Yeah, you put you a foot in front of your face. Bum ba dum bum. All fuck in your face. No, I said you. We can't hear you because you moved the microphone well, a foot from your me, face. Don't cuss at me, sir. Bum ba dum bum. She's cussing at no Robert Okay. All right, so once again, and he has a big fat boner. I will All time. I will later. <laughs> gross. Because she loves gross. her bitch ass voice. Gross. Please don't <laughs> say that again. Please. And the way she looks at his boys. Gross. What? Again. <laughs> Please shut up. <laughs> If Why you, are you singing about your sister looking at her boyfriend's boys? It's a song. That's not about you. God, Why is everything shit. about you? Jesus. Hey. Shit. So if you have something you'd like for us to talk about, you can drop us an email, robotuner2020 at gmail.com. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 682-325-1379. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at the Robotuner across both platforms. And we're live most Sundays, but starting anywhere between 6 and 7. Goddamn. <laughs> Central Time PM. Alright, we's out of here. Slamming shit. Red pants. Doing the podcast. Robo Tuner, Master of Debacles. Doing the podcast. Sushi's news and conspiracies. Doing the podcast. Thunder Days Fun Doing the podcast. Alex the Intern. Doing the podcast. Shitocracy. Doing the podcast. Red Pants Theater. Doing the podcast. You can't put the chains on, Robotuner. Red Pants.